Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words, problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your 9 to 5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is be of service to others. Business bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals NC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to implement what we're talking about today? And how can I get to the next level? I'll tell you how. By scheduling your free coaching call today. All right. So today's topic, we're going to talk about mental mental tricks that rich people use to get rich and stay rich mental tricks. I think it's funny that it's titled mental tricks because, I mean, to be honest, I, I've really been thinking about, you know, what we do on this podcast and to, to be 100% honest to our listeners, almost everything that we talk about on the podcast can be found online. Like, it's been said. It, right. You know, people have been talking about it from the Bible through, you know, I mean, all the way up until today. There are different peoples and different uh, businesses and different value systems that all pretty much say the same thing. It's not news, right? It's not news, right? It's, it is definitely not news. It's, you know, get down, do what you need, don't want to do when you don't want to do it and do it at a high level. I mean, done. Podcast over. Two minutes. Click. All right. See you guys <laughs> next week when we follow up with. <clears throat> right? No, but I mean, really, it really comes down to that. And, and the, the more we do these podcasts and the more we talk about it, the more I feel like, you know, this is something that resonates well with people because... Deep down inside, you already know what you need to do, right? You already know what you need to do. We're just kind of throwing it out there and, and reminding you, giving that little slap on the you know the back of the head like, come on, you know what you're supposed to do. Let's go. Get going. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what you need to do. It's <clears throat> it's that doing it, right? It's the it's doing it. Not to you know turn anybody off to listening to us, but turn off the podcast. Make those phone calls. Right. right? If you're sitting there not doing those productive things, if you're just being busy... You're not actually doing the work that needs to be done. You can think about it, right? Uh, I, I heard, uh, I was listening to Gary V today. I guess that's where my little, you know, push for, come on, man, just do it type thing just came out, it. right? So one of the things he said, oh. which was I thought was funny, it's great. He's like, you can't read about doing push-ups, right? If you're talking about getting physically fit, you can't read about doing push-ups. Mm-hmm. You got to actually do them for it to make a difference. Right. And, yep. and that's really what it comes down to here. So let's talk about these mental tricks, right? So I can get All off my right. soapbox here. Here we go. Let's get off the soapbox a little bit. All right. So when we think about being rich, it's often only about the material opportunities that are being uh, that being rich actually provides. Right. So for the most part, when we think about being rich, we think about Bentleys and mansions and watches and diamonds. Right. But Mm -hmm. what about, you know, all the mental traits and habits that rich people attain and that help them keep their wealth? You know, what's you see the flashy 
but do you understand what it took for them to get to the flashy? You know, that, yeah, that's I mean, kind of the hard part. We've talked about it in the sense of uh, like professional players, professional athletes, right? Where they have to do that work. They have to do that work to get to where they are. You know, rich people, unless they're born into it, and a lot of them are, but unless they're born into it, there's a lot of work that goes into coming from, you know, nothing to something. Right. I mean, you'd be surprised how many of these mental habits are critical to being wealthy in any industry, in real estate, in insurance, in business in general. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I mean, and, and the key here, by the way, is mental habits. Yes. Right. Discipline. Disciplined habits. All right. So go ahead and uh, hit point number one here. All right, point number one, they set their expectations and goals higher than normal people do. This one, before you start off, is really interesting to me. We have been doing these coaching calls for the past couple of weeks, and you had put a goal for us. You said, hey, by the end of this month, by the way, it is September 18th, 18th. 18th today. You said, by the end of this month, I want to have three booked three three coaching calls calls presentations presentations booked and i'm sitting here and i'm like wow that's kind of a lofty goal to be doing that in 12 days and i said let's try let's shoot for one right well we were focusing on well this is not just uh the money coaching club because those we already are set up and we do those on a weekly i was talking about specifically for real estate coaching right so i was like we can book up three no problem Right. So, and and you say something like that, and me, I'm like, whoa, like that's a lofty goal, right? And then I'm start reading this, uh, these mental tricks, and the very first one, they set their expectations and goals higher than normal people, and I'm like, ooh, did you just call yourself hits. normal? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, go on, talk about the things that All right, uh, so, makes rich people different. So, okay, so. You know, rich people basically they set they they set what most people would consider to be unreasonably high goals. I didn't think three was unreasonable. I thought if I can get one or two in in person presentations scheduled, which I'm pretty sure I can get one or two scheduled. Mm-hmm. I can pretty much talk to almost any broker and just and schedule a time. It just has to be something that we can both agree to, right? And we already have one webinar set up, mm-hmm. right? So. Three was not unreasonably high. I want to get to the point where we're doing three a week, right? right? We're doing, you know, at least one webinar and two presentations a week. It's only, a, you know, maybe a 30, 45 minute presentation. It's not like it's too long, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the, it's the act of getting out there and doing, you know, and when you're aiming at a target downfield, right? Let's, let's think about like an archer, for example. If he's aiming for a target downfield, does he aim for the target right in the middle? Does he aim below the target? Does he aim above the target? That's a good question. I'm not totally sure. Well, I would I would think you would aim above and behind it because it's going to arch, right? It's going right. to come at an arch and it's going to come down and hit the target. If you aim directly at the target, gravity's going to push your arrow lower. Okay. Right? And yeah. You're going to miss, right? And if if you aim at above the target, then chances are more likely that you're going to hit the target. But it works the same way in business, right? I'm shooting for 3 and if you know what, if I happen to only hit the one or two before the end of the month cuz Technically, I wasn't planning on starting to do these promotions till October. Right. But now that I'm like ready to go, why not hit why the not? hit the hit? What are put we the waiting pedal for, to the right? metal? Push the yeah. gas on this thing. So right? for me, you know, you start you start putting these things out there, and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We weren't going to start until October. Whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Right. And then you know, so so you know, 
um, suddenly overwhelmed. And then, and then I read this and I'm like, your expectations should be higher than quote unquote normal people. And I'm like, Ooh, cause if, I'm we, a set normie. The, right, if we set the goal at one and we do zero, well, okay, well we were going to do it in October anyways, or we can do what we said we were going to do and shoot for three. And if we hit one or two, it's okay. Aim for the stars. And if you hit the moon, well, hey, you got the moon. You're all right, right? So it's okay to fall a little short of a big goal. It's not okay to not have a goal at all, right? We have a goal, but remember, the goal actually has an action plan. We're going down, you know, I'm going down the real estate call list. I'm making the phone calls every day. I'm sending out the emails. I'm inviting, I'm doing all the invites. So there's action behind the goal. It's mm-hmm. not just a goal. Yeah, because a goal without an action plan is what? A dream. That's right. All right. All right, moving on to number two, mental trick number two. Rich people are comfortable being uncomfortable. (laughs) Another really good one. They're comfortable with, they understand, look, I know I don't have all the answers yet. I know that when I get in front of a group, I might make a mistake. I don't know everything yet. Right. Right. There's a lot that I'm going to learn. You're never going to know everything, but. I like to think that one day I will, but you're right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, you know, I know that there's going to be some sort of skill that I need to work on. There's some good, some sort of objection that's going to come my way that I might not have the answer to, but you know what? I'm going to go out there and do right. So, um, most, um, I I got an, um, Oh, you got an, um, still dropping the quarter there. That's the first one though. We're how many minutes in? We're about nine minutes in. So that's not bad. That was the first, um, good job. Good job. All right. So they, you know, these type of rich people, they don't wait till they're perfect at something before they go out and do and do it. Right. They earn while they learn. Let's, I'm just going to talk about this podcast. We've been doing it for 47 episodes, 47 episodes. So a month and a half, essentially, or no, I guess closer to two months, right? Yeah, two months. Cause about it's two only months. Five. Yeah. And we're still not the best podcasters. We haven't got our, you know, number one iPod, iTunes award or anything like that yet. No. But uh, we've gotten a whole lot better since that first one. Tell you what, we're dropping quarters in. So we're, we're dropping perfecting quarters. something. Right? <laughs> so we're taking steps. And that's, and that's what makes us different, right? Is we don't wait for... We don't wait to know everything before we dive into something. You know, I, I think about the insurance office that we opened. Uh, I was, what, six, maybe eight months experienced in the insurance industry at all. And we just dove in. Yeah. Comfortable yeah. with being uncomfortable. We just dive in head first and we'll figure it out. What, what was that thing that Chief Denny always used to say? He said, uh, fire and worry about the ready aim stuff later. Exactly. Right. It, it, but you know that that has its ups and downs. But in but at least here, when it comes to the doing part of achieving your goal, get out there and do. You will learn what you need to learn. Stop, you know, stop getting ready to get started to some maybe someday when you feel like implementing. If the mood strikes, if it's not raining, right? There's always going to be excuse, lights. right? It's always going to be an excuse. You always waiting for something to be right. I'll start on Monday, mm-hmm. right? When it's Wednesday right now, just start i'll start on october 1st exactly some arbitrary goal that (laughs) date that you put out there that's you waiting to get started just go out and do just go out and do right use the information i'm a doer i do what needs to get done and i do it now i love that That, i love that that yeah that's an affirmation i am a doer i get things done and i do it now i do it now now is the time all right let's move on to point number three here all right we'll right move right on along uh Mental trick number three, they have a mindset of abundance, not of fear and scarcity. Man, 
Some good ones These on here, huh? some really good ones. Thanks, Tim and Julie. Yeah, thanks, Tim and Julie. <laughs> so a mindset of abundance, not of fear and scarcity. So how many trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars are out in the world, right? There's so many of them, right? I just want to pinch. I just, just like... Point zero 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 one percent. Now let's 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 move that question a little bit. So instead of because everybody's always after the dollars, right? Okay. And if you're only focused on being after the dollars, it's really difficult to get the dollars. Kind of re- reminds me of that that State Farm commercial with the guy that has the fishing pole. Oh. He's like, oh, you almost got that. Oh, you almost got that dollar. Gotta, li- gotta, gotta be a little bit faster. Gotta be a little that. quicker, right? So that's that's how I feel when people go directly after the dollar. Mm-hmm. So if you think of that, if you think of it as Every time I earn a dollar, it's because I've solved a problem, right? If you think of how much money is floating out there, think about how many problems people have. Mm-hmm. There are a number of problems. There are a number of choices that people make on a daily basis. All you have to do is be able to solve a few of those problems, and they will translate into dollars. Or just one, but solve it really well. For more people. For a lot of people. Right? So so pick a problem. What is it that your client, that your business is trying to solve uh, problem-wise for your particular industry and focus your efforts on solving that problem and solve that problem really well systematically for more people. You do that. There's a ton of things out there. Then you don't have to worry about being scared or there's not enough money or there's too many people in this marketplace or there's too many competitors. Mm. Who cares about all that? Be the best at what it is that you do. That one thing that you do really well and you will succeed because you're going to be in the mindset of being of service, helping other people. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that you said was if you're focused on the dollar, right, then you have the, oh, that was a right. If you're, focused, a quarter. if you're focused on the dollar, then you have that mentality and that's all you're thinking about. But if you're focused on being of service, then you forget about all the people out there that are in the same industry because you're providing something different. You're providing something that they may ne- not necessarily be providing. You are in an industry where there's, you know, a dime a dozen, so to speak, right? Uh, I'm an insurance agent. There's a hundred insurance agents in a five mile radius of me, right? Real estate agents, same thing, a hundred real estate agents. But if you are focused on being of service, you start to realize that there's plenty of real estate and there's plenty of insurance needs business to to go around. That's right. And you're not in that mentality of scarcity. So if, if you're, if you're understand that if you understand that money is the result of being of service to others then you don't have to feel like you're apologetic when you succeed some some of the weirdest in my opinion i mean it is definitely a a, an ego trip i'm not going to call it fear anymore it's definitely an ego trip when i hear people say something like i don't want to make a lot of money because um i don't know my family right they're going to look at me differently or I don't want to be a different person or I'm, you know, I'm okay with where I'm at. All these weird things that people say. Mm -hmm. Right. And then on the flip side, they'll complain about, I don't have enough money to go on vacation or my credit card debt is too high or I can't pay off my home loan. You can't have it both ways, Mm. right? You got to choose one or the other. And if you focus on being of service to other people, you're helping people. That's something that you can be proud of. That's not something that you need to apologize for. And then when you help more people, you're going to feel more successful. It's one of the greatest joys in the world to help people solve their problems, right? And so you're not going to feel weird about making money because you are being of service to more people. Now, you would feel weird about making money if you went and robbed like a truck or something or you're scamming somebody out of some money, 
right? That's a different ball game. Mm-hmm. You should feel bad about that. That's right? why I didn't become a car salesman. <laughs> no, honestly, I, there was there was a time when I was in the Navy that I took a little side gig trying to make a little bit of extra money, and my job was basically to get people to the car dealership so that the high pressure salespeople there could sell them a car. See, I feel bad about that. But if you're a good I felt, salesman, I, did. I felt bad about that. But if you, but if you are a good salesman and you are lead generating, following up, following all, you know the the. The money-making activities that we have set out in the previous podcast that you can go back and listen to, by the way, if you're doing those things, then you are being of service, mm-hmm. you know? And so it depends on how you look at it. Again, you felt weird about making money that way because you didn't look at it as I'm out here being of service to people. You felt like you were scamming somebody. Right. Right. And if you feel like you're scamming somebody, then you're not doing it right. You're not being of Correct. service. Correct. So, you know, you're going to get that weird feeling out of the way if you focus your attention on being of service to more people. Be of service to others. Number one rule in business. All right, moving on to number four, mental trick number four. Rich people remain in curiosity and out of ego. Right. Always, right. Always remain in curiosity. curiosity. There's always something else that I want to know, right? So they say things like, yeah, uh, they never say things like, yeah, I already know that. Mm, yeah. I, recently, I was thirsting for knowledge. Thirsting for knowledge. I felt like I had stopped learning for a time in my life, right? And there's a right. And so I signed up for a tax class because I just wanted to learn. And that's what rich people do is they continuously learn they remain in curiosity and stay humble they always know that there's a lot more out there that they don't know so i mean think about people who are successful they're usually people you come to for advice why because they usually have advice to give because they've done something that you aspire to do right? They've educated themselves. They've experienced something. And now they're willing to share that information with you. Like Warren Buffett, for example, he's a great example. He's always actively learning. He's actively assimilating new studies into his outlook, his speeches, his expertise. I mean, I heard a story of Warren Buffett when he was talking about picking stocks, he would sit in a mall and walk or and, and just observe people coming in and out of stores. And where did they go buy stuff? Mm-hmm. What was the common thing that they purchased? right? Always a student of the business, always learning about what people are doing, where people are buying, what their interests are. Gary Vee does the same thing. Always looking at where is everybody's attention going? Where can, where are, where are they focused on? And where is this undervalued, underpriced attention, Mm -hmm. right? Napoleon Hill, the way to success is the way of, uh, continuous pursuit of knowledge. Always, Oh, yeah, that wasn't a quarter. Always looking for more. What else do I not know? Right. And the the fact that you're looking for that, what else do I not know? And educating yourselves. Then then when you sit down and do a podcast or when you sit down and have a conversation with your client, now you're able to come from a background of education. Right. Doesn't mean you have a degree in anything. It's just you have a lot of experiences. You have a lot of knowledge. Henry Ford was one of those people. Right. He wasn't an quote unquote educated man, but it doesn't mean that he wasn't uh, a learned man. Right. Right. It's not that he didn't know things. He just didn't have an official degree. 
doesn't mean that if you didn't go to college, you can't be a student for life, right? Rich people are students, whether they're studying broad stroke of things or they're, they're studying how to be better at that one thing that they're good at. But they're always, always uh, in curiosity mode. Mm-hmm. They never let the ego of their head blow up and think, I know it all. Well, you apparently have that goal to know it all, so... I do have the goal to know it all, but <laughs> but I also understand that I will never know it all. And the fact that I stick to that, that I continuously look for things, I think is is the difference. I say I want to know it all, but that's kind of a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just right? a little bit. All right, number five. Moving on to number five, mental trick number five. Rich people are consciously seeking new and improved exposure to success. Ooh. All right. What does that mean to you? So, uh, let's see. They're conscious consciously seeking new and improved exposures so what is an exposure uh i guess to be seen so if we're out here on a podcast and we're available on twitter at business bros pod or if you can find us on facebook at see us first right so Think about this. This is this is uh so this is a, that's one kind of exposure, right? This is a different kind of exposure. Um, maybe I well, right now, for example, I am reading a book called um my the the big fat surprise, right? It's on nutrition. Nutrition has nothing to do. I, know, I hit an um. You. Oh, sorry, I hit an um. So gotcha. nutrition has nothing to do right now with business itself, right? But it's something that I'm reading to help me understand a better way of eating. So that I can be healthier, so that I can be of you know ready and maybe more alert, maybe mm-hmm. more energized, to have more energy to do more work, to be of service to it's more people. Definitely right? important, yeah. but it's a different avenue that I'm looking at. I read another book called um, uh, Outliers, right, mm-hmm. by Malcolm Gladwell. I think it was his name. Great book on different perspectives on many different things, from sports to uh, to the way the reason why. Um, some stereotypes exist. I mean, all kinds of different stuff, but they're different avenues that I'm looking at that I'm learning from. It's not necessarily that I only focus on real estate books or I only focus on uh, business books or I only mm-hmm. focus on, you know, I do those things. I definitely do those things, but I also look to other areas to improve, right? Because there are other people that are successful in other things, in other okay. venues that can potentially, I mean, I can, I can learn something from whatever it is that they did in their realm. So you're talking about expanding your horizons and uh, maintaining that curiosity, not just about things that are going to make you money, but things that are just rich in knowledge, right? Being cultured, going to art museums, going to uh, auctions and charity functions and all of these different things where you get to meet with different people you get to learn about different things that may not necessarily have anything to do with the field that you're in but they it's it's valuable knowledge so let me let me break this down specifically for real estate since i'm a real estate coach right so so just in real estate alone do you know most people uh most real estate agents tend to sell homes um in the price range from in in the house that they live in so like right. if they live in a house that's usually like a three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar home, they tend to sell homes that are about three to four hundred thousand dollars. 
Well, yeah, because anything higher than that, they don't necessarily know how to interact with those people. Right. So they, they don't know how to interact with these people. They don't, they're not a hundred percent comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. cause it's not their realm. Right. So right. if totally they were to, type of person. right. So if they were to go out and maybe go to museum events or charity functions or other things that people in, th- in the higher price ranges tend to go to, right. Be part of that community. You would really quickly realize that there are people just like you and I. They're mm-hmm. no different. Just because they may make a little more money and they live in a different area of town doesn't make them all too different than where, you know, the people that you hang out with today. The difference is you haven't stepped out of that. You haven't been uh, continuously seeking new and improved exposure. So you're not going to jump up to that million dollar listing because you're not stepping out of your comfort zone. Start off by, you know, as a real estate agent, start off by going and previewing million dollar homes two or three times a year, right? You're going to meet the agents. The agents are just like you, mm-hmm. right? You're going to meet people who are looking for properties in that area who are just like your normal mm-hmm. clients. But now you're taking that step of getting that exposure in a new level. So right? be uncomfortable or <laughs> be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Step out of your comfort zone, Right. And two, understand that even though you may be projecting your ego trip that these people are so much different than you, they're actually not. No, that's your ego. We all put our pants on one leg at a time, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, step out of your comfort zone a little. If it is your ambition to go up to the higher levels as a real estate agent to sell a million, two million, three million dollar home, it's, it's as simple as getting out and being exposed to that world right and you're going to see that the world is not much different it's just you're not part of it right the grass always looks greener on the other side you know i love my cliches every once in a while all right we got time for probably one more point here all right then let's move on to number six mental trick number six rich people do not give up or give in easily they're not quitters they are not quitters Right. And, and, you know, it's funny. I, uh, they only quit the bad habits. Well, they only quit the, and then, you know what? I would even say they don't really quit bad habits. They start new ones. Oh, there you go. Right. Cause well, I, that's the, that's I the way to end yeah. a bad habit is to start a new good but, one. But you know, it's, it's really, to me, it's really difficult to quit a habit. Instead I replace a habit and, and it be, it's a, it's a mental trick, right? You know, mental trick. I am not a quitter. It's hard for me to quit something. If I see a puzzle, which, you know, a, a laid out puzzle, a thousand pieces sitting on the table and I go and touch a piece and try to put it together. That's it. You're not going to get me off of that thing because I have to finish it. Because something inside it. me, you know, grabs me and says, I have to finish this thing. Right. Until the wife maybe pulls me away and says, it's time to go, dude. <laughs> and it's hard for me to leave it. But, you know, and, and that's the thing is, is mental tricks that rich people do. They don't stop at the first. No. Right. They don't they don't call and then and, you know, they get a voicemail and then that's it. They're done. Right. They know, they understand that immediate gratification is not necessarily the way that they're going to get there. They pick up the phone. They get a no. It's OK. I'm going to follow up in a couple of days. I call again. I follow up. I call again. I follow up. And after five or six touches, guess what? You've built that reputation of you don't give up. You're a professional. You're the one I want to work with. It kind of reminds me of that 12 week uh, seller communication seller plan. communication plan. It's just you keep going with it. Keep going with it. Or the relentless lead follow-up that we talked about. You just keep going with it. You don't stop. You keep following up, following up, following up until you finally make that sale. Winston Churchill, right? World War II. I mean, relentless. 
in his leadership during World War II. And he said success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Oh, right? very nice. I, mean, I like it. You're going when you're in real estate or when you're in any sales job, if you're not out there hearing no, you're not doing the work necessary to be successful. You're gonna hear no almost all the time. It's going from no to no with the same enthusiasm that you did on the first phone call to the last phone call. And every no is that much closer to yes, right? So the close of the sale transaction typically happens after five to eight times. That means five to eight times you heard no before you hear a yes. That can be really painful to somebody's ego. I mean, it definitely is. I mean, but you really got to think about it. How fast do you give up? This is an internal question. You need to look yourself in the mirror and ask, am I giving up too early? You know. You know what you're doing. And honestly, if you're struggling in your sales job, it's because you are giving up too early. And I don't have to tell you, you all, you know, the fact if, if I'm hurting your feelings and telling you you're not trying hard enough and you're trying to fight me on the fact that you're not trying hard enough, you're lying to yourself because the truth is you might pick up the phone. I, I agree with you. You picked up the phone. But when they said no, you said, oh, OK, bye. And then that's it. That's the last time you ever spoke to them. They are not a no yet. Reach out a couple times, right? Reach out four, five, six times. If this person is relatively close to the buying window, like for example, if we're talking about for sale by owners, we're talking about expireds, right? For sale by owner is somebody who has their hand raised and says, I need to sell my house. Right. And if you give them one phone call and they say, oh, you know what? I'm going to try to sell my house right now, but thank you for calling, right? And that's it. That's the last time you talk to them. They're going to sell the house. Somebody's going to sell it for them. Why can't it be you? And I'll tell you why it's not you. Because you're not continuing to make the phone call. You are not following up consistently. You didn't reach out more than five times. You gave up too early. You passed up on that commission. You are the reason why you're struggling with your finances. Why you have up and down fast uh, feast, feast, feast or, or famine, famine right? Income or roller coaster it. income. It's really up to you. Look in the mirror. That's really what's going. On. That's really what's going on there. Now you want to make a change. You need to step up your game. You need to figure out what it is that you're missing. Is your confidence level low because you're missing some skills? Maybe you need scripts. Maybe you need somebody to help you out practicing those scripts. Maybe you need somebody to point you in the right direction, hold you accountable. That's where coaching can come in, right? Do you absolutely 100% need coaching? No. But the difference between a superstar athlete, a superstar top producer, and those who are mediocre, and those who, you know, if you're looking at a number of agents, most agents are going to make less than 40 grand a year. I was going to say, on on the coaching thing, you're talking about professional athletes, even Serena Williams, even Tiger Woods. They still have coaches. They still have coaches. Even LeBron James still has a coach. So do you need a coach? No, you don't. But if you want to be successful, if you want to quit that roller coaster income, if you want to make more money, then go to our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. Click on the free coaching call because it's going to take you, the initiative for you to get off your butt Look in the mirror and say, am I doing everything I need to do to achieve the goals that I want to achieve? If you're not doing that yet, if you're completely honest with yourself, if you can look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm doing everything I can, if you can say that, keep doing what you're doing. But if you can't, 
you need to sign up for coaching. You need help. It's the only way that you're going to get yourself fixed, right? Correction time. Correction time. All right. So make sure you go to our website, csfirst.com. Click on the free coaching call. Schedule your free coaching call. Remember, you get six free books. By the way, six free books. Books like 18 Relentless Lead Follow-Up. You get the seven-step listening process. How about uh, Think and Grow Rich for real estate agents? A number of different books. So you get those for free. And make sure you go to uh, our Twitter page if you want to join the conversation. It's uh, at Business Bros Pod. Business Bros Pod. And join our Facebook conversation at CS First. And if you have any general questions, you have any help, or you want to just comment on the show, feel free to email me, Hernan, at csfirst.com or james at csfirst.com. That's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.